Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rink Rat Report podcast, opening night edition. Finally, we're here. We made it. We've got hockey for the next foreseeable future. Exciting time of the year. Let's dive right into it. We're going to do some Leafs Week in Review. Always, as always, joined by Josh here. Uh, let's dive right into let's it. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's dive right into it. So, opening night dub at home against the lowly Senators. Uh, outshot them by, I mean, a, an absolute ton. But I believe I mean, they only had three shots in the entire second period, too. It was, like it was something like that. Yeah. It was something else. At points. But, I mean, at points, the score sheet did not reflect that. I mean... To start the game, let's start. Let's get to the start of the game. I mean, Connor Brown, given his old team, his backyard, <laughs> a little slap in the face, and the pest. I think Brady could chuck in that first goal. I mean, that guy is going to be such a pain to play against oh, yeah. for the rest of his career until he holds out mid to <laughs> mid season on the Senators. But I mean, he's obviously an absolute stud, but. They gained their footing again, and yeah, quite an interesting game. What did you think of the start for the Leafs? Yeah, so obviously started a little slow, a um, little mixed up between Marner and Kapanen, turnover in their own zone. Brown made a nice play setting it in front, and uh, CC kind of struggled to uh, pick up to Chuck in front, with uh, which, I mean, Brady's a big, big kid, tough kid. It was a nice jam play goal to start. I mean, definitely took the crowd out of it early after an exciting start announcing Tavares as captain. And the rest of the first period was pretty weird after that too. They, I think the Leafs had three power plays, I believe. Yeah. And they didn't, they couldn't score. They Marner hit a post, Matthews hit a post, but it was like, yeah, it was a little, a little frustrating for them to start for sure. Is that off the post on Matthews? Yeah. No, it, it hit the post. Yeah. Kerfoot got robbed in there yeah. too. A couple good scrambles here and there, but I mean, they just could not find the back of the net. But with that being said, I mean, I thought, I thought they played still pretty well. But obviously, your knee-jerk reaction is cancel the franchise the season yeah. over and blow up the team because I mean we're impatient. This is our year, right? But the second period, I mean, just blew the doors. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't even close to be honest. Got two pretty pretty uh, dirty goals from the grunts, okay. as Brian Burke kept calling them on the broadcast. I mean, happy for Freddie to get that that nice little dirty goal to start off. Mm-hmm. And then Trevor Moore scored a kind of a similar goal to follow, a little nicer. Nice play by Makayev to send it in front. And that was pretty... Team is shot, first yeah. point. And pretty much from then on, it felt like it was going to be all Leafs until Scott Sabarin scored. Yeah, we showed some grit. To go back on that, we showed some real nice grit. And I mean, that's what we said we were going to get from those top, those bottom two lines there. None of those guys are particularly that skilled. I mean, Timashov is obviously pretty skilled. He's got some skill to his game. Moore's got a little skill to his game. But you're on the bottom two lines. You got to show some sandpaper, and I really liked how they did that there. But, I mean, Sabo. I mean, good for him. <laughs> Spending all that time in the minors. First game, first goal. He he went to the net hard. He was smacking his stick on the ice. Got a nice pass. Put it past Freddie. I mean, good for him. Obviously, he's been a topic of conversation because of the Matthews incident, and then filling in Max Domi in the wow, in the was. preseason finale against uh, Montreal. A little bit but, of a cheap shot, but yeah, uh, I mean. And then after that was another little scary moment for the Leafs when former oh. universally loved defenseman Ron Hainsey scored on a pretty nice shot against Anderson, but luckily it was offside. 
What happened on that one? I, I thought it was kind of a bad line change. I thought that they had way too much time up, up yeah, top there the, with that. The Leafs, they, they actually they got caught. Small. Yeah, all, all their guys um, collapsed deep. They were, end of the shift, a little tired. Hainsey kind of pinched in. All their forwards were collapsed deep in their own zone. Mm-hmm. He had room when he picked the corner. It was a great shot. Luckily, Bobby Ryan, uh, keep that foot on the ice, kid. And that really changed the game because soon after that, the moment it, it, the air was taken out of the building, but kudos to Leafs coaching staff for picking that one up because that was that could have been. I mean, when you're playing behind, no momentum like that, you start gripping the stick a little bit too tight. You start getting a little frustrated, maybe taking a penalty here and there, trying to do too much with the puck. I mean, to to get back into it like that and to have that goal disallowed and then to come right back and score, too. I mean, what, two minutes later? Yeah, his first of the year. First of at least 50, as I've said, two podcasts in a row. Austin Matthews on a really nice pass from William Nylander. Looked very familiar to his goal. I believe it was his fourth goal in his first career game against the yes. same Senators. The Pretty much the exact same play with William Nylander. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great pass by Nylander. Great finish from Matthews. And then... He went on five minutes later to score an even better goal on the power play, set mm-hmm. up from a great pass by the magician Mitch Marner, and that showed us that one-timer that we've been hearing about all preseason from him on that off wing on the power play, and he just absolutely sniped it right under the bar. It was a terrific shot. How many one-timers did he take tonight? There was a couple. Really there was a couple. Chances. Yeah, I think that's gonna. I think that's gonna be a huge mm-hmm. element to have added to the power play for sure. Well, when you look at it, I mean, how many goals does Alexander Ovechkin score? Right, and before the way it worked is it ended up getting a little stagnant with both guys on their on their dominant side, where even if Matthews got the puck, it was never on and off his stick that quickly. Mm-hmm. So you were pretty much relying on his raw talent alone to beat the goalie. Now, moving the puck properly, like, again, if they can get those cross-ice passes, Marner to Matthews or Riley to Matthews, it and he can fire that one-timer, it's, it's going to be a lot... A lot easier for him to score off that half wall, which is saying a lot considering how many goals he scored last year. But yeah, I mean, that was a, it was a great, great start for Austin Matthews. Great first game of the year. I mean, it's no four goal, <laughs> but uh, that was awesome. I still think Tyson Berry on that type top power play was, is going to be wildly effective. I thought he was very, very good tonight. I mean, so two assists. He was... His his second assist on Mikhaev's first goal, shout out, first career goal. That was an amazing play. He absolutely little spinorama on the sideboards. Oh yeah. Head up, cross ice pass, and put in the back of the net. No, he was awesome. He was all over the ice. Definitely not shy to shoot the puck. I I I think he he'll probably lead our defenseman in shots with how much he likes to shoot that puck. And he's really good at getting it through. He took a nice one time or two on the power play as well. I, I mean, I'm really excited to have this guy on the team. Him and Muzzin, is, I'm telling you, that's going to be our pairing. And after they got that third goal, it was kind of no turning back. It was full steam ahead. Matthews gets those back-to-back goals. Makayev with the goal. And then, at the, I mean, Bobby Ryan with the garbage time goal. Uh, so, let's get into it. Who did you like tonight? Who's your top line? I thought Matthews' line was the top line. They pretty much dominated all night. I, I don't remember that many shifts where they weren't in the offensive zone. They had a couple really long shifts too, cycling one mid-second period where they got a full line change while they still had possession in the offensive zone, which is one of the best things to watch in hockey. And uh, and yeah, I think that's I mean that's going to be a great line all year. They 
Maddie's and Nylander still have that great chemistry. It's amazing to see them back together. It's a shame that they didn't play together. The beginning. Was that like punishment? I didn't I don't understand know. that one at all. But yeah, I mean, that was awesome. I also thought the third line was pretty good tonight. I mean, Trevor Moore, is, he's just a good player. Like, yeah. works hard. Good Again, like, like we talked about last time, he's worked on his overall game pretty much from being mostly a scorer in college, then having to adapt to a new role with the Marlies and with the Leafs. And he's developed really nicely. That's a great, great uh player to have he can play i don't know if he'll stay on the third line once Hyman comes back i don't know what type of shuffle they'll do there that would be quite interesting. but regardless even if he's on the fourth line he'll bring something every night and he's turned into one of my favorite players on the leafs to watch Ooh. yeah interesting. yeah he did have a pretty good night as well. I, I agree with that um one guy that i really i thought uh on the fourth line dimitri timishov uh, I mean, that's a role that he really did earn. Oh, yeah. I mean, nobody had him projected there at all. I mentioned him just off a whim. I also mentioned nine other guys after that. But I thought he was pretty good there. He took that, I mean, took a penalty, but I don't really, I mean, whatever. And for a skilled guy to get put up four hits as well. Yep. Uh, a secondary assist he didn't do too, too much on. But, I mean, I didn't hate it. I mean, he did. He played his role. Yep, 100%. And he played it well. Uh, he's going to be tough to take out that, that lineup if he keeps up like that. Um, other news on the fourth line. I, I mean, Nick Shore... Did nothing. Was a stick on the ice. Won his face off. That's pretty much it. I didn't see much from him. I, was little, I thought he was going to score on that. But it was the Gautier, Gautier goal. I was like, oh man, did Nick Shore get a stick on that? No. Would have made me... Because I, I was on a little heater. <laughs> As, as well as the rest of Leafs Nation when he was scratched for Jason Spezza. But. Well, let's talk about that. I mean, like, again, it, it doesn't make a huge difference. Spezza is probably a better player. It, it's it's not probably not going to win or lose you a game. It's just just the way Mike Babcock acts sometimes. It's like, I think it's on the nerves of most of Leafs Nation. I mean, Spezza is a guy, 16-year career, over 1,000 games, approaching 1,000 points against his former team where he made a Stanley Cup final with them. He had amazing years there. And you scratch him opening night, he's a hometown boy. It's just like, why? Especially if you come out in the media and say that you're going to have a rotation, he's in the next, oh, game. In the next game. Why wouldn't you just switch it up? Honestly, Mike Babcock, he loves being on a power trip. This is who he is. We're used to it now. He's kind of an ass. Like, it's not, I don't know, think, I don't think that's a hot take, the way he acts. No. Like, it's just, there's no need for that. Like, it's the same thing about the story with him and Mike Medano when he scratched him leading up to his 1500th game. There's only 20 players in the history of the NHL who've played 1500 games. And Mike Babcock took that away from Mike Modano. For what reason, I have no idea. But that's just the type of guy he is. I don't know why he does these things. It gets on my nerves. I bet it, it got on Jason Spezza's nerves too, no matter what he says. And again, to even say, like the excuse to say, oh, we want him to work on his penalty kill. Like, what is what is going to change between now and Friday that's going to make him a better penalty killer? Like, I don't know. Whatever. That one made no sense. Though. You got anything to say about that? Shut up. I mean, there was another in 2013-2014, uh, if you remember. There was another former uh, Ottawa senator that was under the wrath of uh, Mike Babcock who did not see too, too much playing time in the second half of his last year. Daniel Alfredson. That's right. You're right. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think that was very fair as well. But I mean, he just, I mean, he doesn't like. It's his way or the highway. I mean, yeah. he doesn't like vets, I guess. <laughs> that kind of thing. I don't know what it is. He just kind of, yeah, I don't know. He it's likes, just these are the little things where, sure, it's it, it's nice to have the reputation that he brings, but man, like he could just be a little more. I don't know. 
I don't want to say understanding because that's a pretty, pretty. It's hockey. Yeah, it's hockey. Exactly. Like at the end of the day, they're all men. Spezza will be fine, but it's just like, why are you such a prick all the time? Yeah. That's it. Why? But um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, Tyson Berry to me tonight was that is the most ideal debut yeah. that he could have had. Aside from getting a goal, but six shots on net, two assists. And moving on from that, uh, who would you say is your player of the game? I mean, is is it not pretty obvious? Austin Matthews, another amazing opener. I just can't wait to watch this guy. Hopefully he stays healthy all year and he reaches the lofty expectations I've set on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I thought that uh, William Nylander was carrying the puck incredibly tonight. He had that awesome assist to Austin Matthews. Uh, I mean, John Tavares on the night he was named captain, I thought was a little quiet, not quiet. He had a couple decent shots on goal, but I mean, I would have liked a little bit more. After yeah, that line was, wasn't probably, didn't have the chances that they probably usually do. Yeah, but, I uh, thought they could have been. They were all right though, nothing too. I mean, I, I, the rest of the team I thought elevated their game yeah. so much and then that, that line just stayed kind of decent. They weren't terrible, but they were decent. I think, Overall in this game, it, the score was a lot closer because Ottawa got a couple rushes here, a couple defensive breakdowns there, and they took advantage of them. And when you're playing a scrappy, I don't want to talentless team yeah. like the Senators, you're going to get burned on those scrappy plays where you lapse in your defensive zone. So, Is there anyone on the Senators you want to give credit to on a good game or... Anything you saw for, to give Sens fan even even a even a glimmer of hope. Yeah, outside of that asshole Scott Sabrin, which I mean that's gonna be the only goal he scores this year. Um, really, Colin White I thought is a very good player. Yeah, I he's agree. going to be. I mean, I don't know why anyone was complaining about that contract he signed in the offseason, but I thought he was pretty damn good. That breakaway he had out, coming out of the box there, uh, that was he almost had that one. But I thought Colin White was buzzing, and then obviously Brady. Brady's going to be a dominant player. He's going to be tough to play against overall. It's just tough. I mean, they're they're really still just starting this rebuild. Honestly, like it's 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 there's going to be a lot of pain to steal a line from Mike Babcock for the Ottawa Senators. I I thought Branstrom was okay tonight. He's going to be the guy that I think most are looking to 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 kind of be there their young breakout mm-hmm. player this year. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Branson, I thought, was decent as well. But it's tough to rebuild when you, you're giving up your fourth overall pick. Right. For a guy that's no longer there. Correct. So, so that on. wraps up Episode 3 of the Rink Wrap Report podcast. That's our first Leafs Week in Review in the books. We're going to be back later this week to give our season predictions, including individual awards and our playoff predictions. But it's always a nice sign-off when I can say, oh, the buds are buzzing.